that is where you need to be a picky bitch <laughs> because yeah. people don't give a shit. If you, I, I know that's harsh and it's not entirely true, but I, I think it's mostly true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bill Small. And I'm Miles Hansen. Welcome to The Subtle Art of Not Yelling, a weekly podcast for creatives about the creative process. Learn how to finish what you start, ship your work, and build a business without being the loudest on the block. Less Less noise, noise, more. (sighs) Hey, Miles. Hey, Bill. You know, I've noticed something about you. Oh, God damn it. What have you noticed? Uh, now, I don't want you to take this the wrong way because you know I, I love you and I respect you and, and I, I really do. I'm not kidding. But, but. <laughs> you're a picky bitch. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Tell me how you really feel, Bill. <laughs> well, I told you I love you and you're a picky bitch. Yeah, that's good. Why are you so picky? Man, I. I think that I'm picky because I know that no one gives a shit. Now, what I mean by that is I'm a jaded marketer. Like when we had Sandra on, I put that in the description. Like if you're a jaded marketer, this episode's for you because it just gets you back to the basics. It's so good. And uh, I think I've just realized that there's so much noise out there. And there's so much great content and there's so much mediocre content. And then there's a lot of crappy content that, you know, when we're talking about like our podcast and putting out clips and writing a newsletter and posting this and that, I mean, it's, it's infinite. Nobody gives a shit. So you have to be really picky. At least that's my relationship with it is, well, this better be fucking damn good. It better be unique. It better not sound anything like the masses. Otherwise, like, what's the point? And so that's kind of a little bit of my, yeah, that's a little bit of my picky bitchness. Well, and maybe doesn't that go along in a way with our whole theme here, the subtle art of not yelling? If you're not going to yell, right? If you're not going to jump up and down and say, look at me, look at me, look at me, and just try to be louder than everybody else. and and maybe buy a whole lot of ad time so you show up all the time. Which, you know, that's fine if you can do it. But if you can't do that, and and you're not going to, say, get on every single day and post stuff, which, like it or not, man, you and I are not going to do that. And, And I think, and I don't think we're alone. I actually think the people that can do that are unicorns. I, I don't think those are the masses at all. Um, then what you put, whatever you put out there has to be really good. It has to uh, catch the attention of whoever you want it to catch the attention of. Because um, mostly, I think you and I've learned this, you know, mostly you're lucky if the people that you want to see that stuff are even going to see it, right? <laughs> Given the, social algorithms and everything else. And obviously I'm, I'm talking about posting on social media right now, but 
you know, there's a lot of uh, intricacies to that. And you go through these periods of time where I think nobody sees anything that I post. And then other periods of time where it's clear that people are seeing it. And I, quite frankly, I don't, I don't care to take the time to figure that out. Right. <laughs> I just yeah. want to make sure that if I'm posting something about the podcast or the box or, you know, music or anything else I'm into that if I'm so lucky <laughs> to have somebody see that, I want it to actually catch them. I want them to actually take a second and want to check it out. Right. So I had two things, two um, conflicting things or two sides of the same coin popping into my head while you were speaking. And that's, one is don't post unless you have something that matters to say, right? Like don't post unless you really need to say something that's, you know, hasn't really been heard either in the way that you're going to say it or just in general, it's a new idea. The other side of that coin is who cares? Even if it's the most basic, boring <laughs> bullshit, just post, who cares? So these are these two conflicting things, right? And I think, I don't know. Um, they're both right. Yeah, maybe they both have a place. Yeah. Maybe maybe they both have a place and you get to choose which one works for you. 100%. So like you and I have learned, you know, I just have tried and tried and I, I, I'm done fighting it. You know, all the discipline and structure and systems in the world probably aren't going to allow me to really post consistently on Instagram and all the other channels, just because that's not how my system works. It doesn't light me up. Um, you know, I don't get a lot of results from that. You know, most of my results, social media is just one aspect of the bigger picture. Most of my clients come from referrals and people and connections. You know, can I book a call with you? And then I talk to them face to face, not on social, which I wish I could do the social game, you know, and, and it, it has brought me some clients and it's, People tend to like my work that I put on there, but it's not my main, you know, I'm no James uh, made by James. <laughs> yeah. He's just yeah. crushing it. Um, yeah. But what does he do that you don't do? He posts every day. Yeah. He posted every day for 10 years. Exactly. Yeah. And he has incredible work to show. That's It's so unique and so him. Yeah, he's not just posting, you know, here's what I'm eating or here's a picture of my feet. You know, he's like, you know. Or like in my world, you know, I, I follow other people that do similar things and it's like, what am I going to make posts telling people what a brand is and how to brand? Like it just gets a little boring and then I'm like, is that really what's important? Or is that really going to move the needle in any way here? Well, maybe if I did it for like five years and I did it really creatively. And I connected with people, but. It's really funny. You, you just made me think of something too. And this is something I come up against when, when thinking about posting or creating that kind of content is, you know, in my coaching world, there's so many people posting that kind of stuff. You know, I don't want to see it. You know, I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear your coachy bullshit. You know, I really don't. It doesn't attract me in any way. <laughs> and the couple of times that I've 
taken forays into maybe doing that, it doesn't work and it doesn't feel good. And that, that was one of the things you and I talked about, and I know we've talked about it on the podcast before, is if it feels fake, you know, if it feels like you're doing it just to get a result, then it's probably going to feel that way to everybody else too. Well said. Yep. Um, and that's this line that I think I'm still trying to find, and I think you are too, is how to create in some kind of consistent content, whatever that is, just so you are out in the world and continue to have a presence and all of that and have it feel good, right? Have it feel good, not have it feel fake or stupid or you're just doing it because you think you're supposed to do it. Yeah. You just reminded me, I think there's two ways that most people do social media. There's, let me be a teacher. And I think that's a lot harder for most people because we all want to teach. We all want to show what we know and we want to help people. But that is where you need to be a picky bitch <laughs> because yeah. people don't give a shit. If you, I, I know that's harsh and it's not entirely true, but I, I think it's mostly true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I've really learned over the years that, you know, you can put out the most creative thing ever that looks so cool and no one gives a shit. It's, you know, it's often like the boring shit that gets more attention, which is also, that's another angle. Um, but you have to come at it with that understanding that people don't really care. They just want to either be entertained, distracted, or learn something. Let me get back to my main point. So <laughs> there's two ways that people do social media. They do it as a teacher. They try to be a teacher or they just show like the stuff that they're doing. And what I've seen is the people that do the latter win. Yeah. And, and maybe they become a teacher later on, mm -hmm. right? Because they get all this momentum and, and all this, uh, this big following, but they show their, if they're a creative person, they're just showing their work, the portfolio, their clients, you know, um, or if they're like, even just an influencer, all they're doing is like showing their life. Right. And they're, and they're incorporating some product or some thing experience into their life and people are seeing it. Yeah. Versus like the templates that are like, you know, how to create 20 pieces of pillar content and two weeks or whatever. Like you just get these templates that don't do much and and you kind of judge them because you're like, well, why would I listen to you? You don't even know what you're doing. You know? What's the most successful thing you've ever done on social media that got you the most response? Oh, wow. <laughs> Um, well, I, I immediately thought of a couple videos that, um, one was of my dog. It got like 15,000 views. Um, on TikTok, I had one thing get 50,000 views. It was the first thing I ever posted and it was a complete joke. It was like how unsubscribing from software is such a pain in the ass. So I made this whole skit about how it wouldn't let me unsubscribe and I ultimately gave up. And then... Also, one thing got a lot of views that was me showing my results from 
posting real 45 reels, sorry, 30 reels in 45 days. That got a lot of response. Again, just showing my experience. Uh, the fighter bodies results. So three months of not talking about that and then posting my results out of nowhere. Got a shit ton of um, engagement. And then my design work. That's how I've gotten clients before. That's how I've I get comments more that way. Like that's how people, that's what people kind of like. It's really interesting what I what I just kind of, I think what I just heard you say is that every now and again you will post in a way what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Whether that's fighter bodies, uh, some design work you just did, uh, you know, this funny skit you had an idea of or some challenge, yeah. and you'll just do that, and it gets results, right? Yep, 100%. Um, I'm going to come back to that. I noticed that the only time I ever got a lot of consistent engagement from social media is right after you and I met and you challenged me to go live on Facebook weekly, which I started doing. And all I was doing was showing up for a couple of minutes and talking about whatever was on my mind at that time, right? Now, this was during the sort of phase two of the pandemic, you know, so still very much dealing with that and not really going out and just dealing with a lot of stuff. And so that's what I was talking about. You know, it was very uh, present for me. And and I did that for about six months. And I still have people that bring that up. And that was two years ago. Um, and And it really, I think it's what I'm getting to here is I think it speaks to what you said a minute ago is that the people who are just posting what they're up to or their experience, they win. Right. Um, Whereas the people who try to start like from ground zero as wanting to teach something, it's a lot harder. Damn. And, and maybe I'm sort of discovering this as we're talking about it. I've thought about it before. And maybe you do this too. I go through these periods of time where I don't think what I'm experiencing is particularly interesting. I'm not going to post that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or I just plain don't want to. It doesn't feel good. Like I've thought about uh, going back to that weekly going on and talking about something again. Mm -hmm. And the couple of times I've tried to do it, it it feels forced. It feels like, mm-hmm. oh, I feel like I'm supposed to do this because it worked. And right. that's not going to work. That feels terrible. You know, I don't want to do that. Um, so maybe it pays to be a picky bitch and just really do it when you when it feels good. Yeah. I I would I would say yes. Well, really, I would say that it just depends on who you are. Yeah. Because you, I know people that they're very militant in that way. And that's 
awesome because, I mean, you don't want to always do things that feel good if you can go, um, you know, one of my friends like reaches out to a certain number of people every single day and he's just slowly and steadily grown his following that way and has a pretty decent network and gets a lot of engagement. But like I could, I just could never do that. I used to try to do that. Uh, it just does not work for me. Call me on, call me not disciplined, not structured, whatever you want. I, it doesn't, my energy goes in different directions. So I think it's just understanding your energy and that just because you can doesn't mean you should. Like just because that's working for other people and just because you saw some YouTube video that tells you how to gain 10,000 followers in a month, it's not necessarily going to work that way. There's so many different variables. So if that's, I mean, if you're resonating with this, if you're listening to this, it's very likely that you're more like us in that you're, yeah. you're not a yeller. You're yeah. not going to be super consistent. So to them, I would say, raise your words, not voice, because it's rain that grows flowers, not thunder. The world is overwhelming. We're constantly being pulled in a million directions, and it's only going to get worse. So much of what we're sold online is about planning, strategizing, and thinking. But doing is the hardest and most important part. The box is where projects get finished. In the box, you'll organize, prioritize your projects, and finish what you start. You won't learn anything new. You'll simply get a lot done and be a part of a small community of doers. Go to theboxworkshop.com. Hey, thanks for listening today. We can't do this without the support of our listeners. So please leave us a review or sign up for our newsletter at subtleartofnotyelling.com.